What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another very special Supercut episode of Much Talk About Nothing. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram. And if you want to interact with the show, you can send us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing. You can follow us on Twitter at MTA Podcast. We have a Discord. That link's in the description. We have a website. It's in the description as well. We would really love to hear from you. So, like I said, this is another Supercut episode. We haven't done one of these in a while, but we are going to be talking about episodes 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. When you hear the music, that's when the episode break occurs. And anyway, without further ado, joining me today is my co-host. It's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm feeling sabotage How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm R2, man. Like that, that's, that's what I'm doing here. I'm R2. I just knocked off a bolt. I'm running down the highway. This is, this is, <laughs> that's how we do it. So... The official description. R2-D2 is lost during a fierce space battle, and Anakin, along with Ahsoka, and a replacement droid R3-S6, also known as Grant Skellen, must find him before the Separatists discover the Jedi military secrets locked in his memory banks. What did you think about this one, man? Another good episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I was a little on the other side. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of, eh. I like the, the whole idea of, you know, chasing after r 2 at the same time, those annoying battle droids can only get so annoying. And before I'm like, I'm not. Yep. That's why I enjoyed a scene later on in the episode. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Go ahead and enlighten me. <laughs> At the very end, when they get away, uh, they got away, sir. And then Gravis just decapitates the droid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I liked how um how the droid was like, "Where do you want us to go?" And um, Gravis just storms out, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm in charge." Yep. <laughs> that was your character on the last episode, Fourth Wall. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Grievous just straight up abandoned his men. Like, we're not getting out of this as a group. I'm just going to eat myself out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Anakin, you know, chased after him and got destroyed. Mm hmm. Which, if only they hadn't saved him, they could have avoided a future pain. Well, current pain, too, but. <laughs> yeah. I want the um, episode three, the Anakin's dead cut, where um, where Anakin just never existed and we never had Order 66, and it's just Obi-Wan, like, chilling and drinking coffee. That, that's my pitch for, for the episode three. Right? You and McGregor just giving life advice with his chorus accent and beard. <laughs> oh, yeah, just sitting there like, you know what you should do? Buy an apple. Because even then, you could have bought apple. Yeah, um, no. Yep. It's terrible. <sighs> the Snyder Cut of Episode 3. Back to topic. So, um, do you have any big old quotes that you wanted to talk about? Yes. You've already went over a couple of them, which was the, get us out of here. Uh, where are we supposed to go? <laughs> and then Grievous, as I said, just straight up abandons his men. And then also the other one was, uh, they got away, sir. And then Grievous, as I said earlier... Just straight up punches the droid in the face with the force of a Mack truck and <laughs> bye-bye head. Yeah. Those things are so flimsy. Like, everything in, in the Star Wars universe is, like, extremely flimsy. Yep. Uh, another quote I have is Grievous at the beginning when he has them put the shields to protect the front of the ship. What if they attack from behind? They can't. I just have bet. <laughs> yeah. Like, my sister was watching it with me, and I told her, they're about to. 
You don't even have to know anything that's about to come up. As soon as he goes to do that, what if they attack from behind? They can't. They can. <laughs> Boom. Now, I will say, I don't know how shields work in this universe. Because either they block everything and nothing can get through for hours, or the second something shoots at them, they blow up. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, they didn't have any shield on the back because, like, oh, they can't get behind us. There's all these little moons or not moons, <laughs> all these little, like, asteroids and rocks here. There's no way they can get behind us, so let's just put the shields to the front. And then, of course, without knowing that the Republic had a bunch of clones on one of the rocks ready for that. Yeah, but that's not even what I, where I was going. I was talking about, like, the Republic ships that did have shields, and one of them uh, just got yeah. murdered, too. And it's like, what the heck's going on? Either the shields are important or they're not, and I don't know which it is. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess TV show's going to TV show, right? Yep. And then, of course, it's Star Wars, and there was – I got a bad feeling about this in the last episode. Uh, forgot to mention it, but there was – this episode, there also is one, and then R2 screams his guts out. <laughs> yep. Well, his robotic guts out. <laughs> his, um, his circuitry, yeah. Now, I like how they went from going against, like, you know, the assassin droids, to all of a sudden the guy that's selling the droids just has one roaming around, like, you know, assassin droid. Let's just throw him right there. As you do. <laughs> right. I mean, if I had access to a murderous droid that kills anything it sees, that is portrayed by Taika Waititi brilliantly in The Mandalorian, by the way, I'm just saying, I don't know if I'd have him, like, walking around. I like Taika Waititi. I don't know if I like him enough to, like, risk death. Is there a way you can program him to not attack you? (laughs) Apparently. I mean, they did it in The Mandalorian, right? True, yeah. I also like how Obi-Wan gets upset for good reason when he finds out Anakin doesn't wipe R2's memory. Yeah, I like how that hasn't been, like, we never saw the choice where he didn't, like, you know, he had the choice to wipe R2's memory. It's just, yeah. but, I mean, I'm all for going to get R2, which I'm really looking forward to the next episode when they, I'm assuming, go and get R2. I'm assuming, yeah. And Obi-Wan goes, well, well, find that droid, then Anakin. Our necks may very well depend on it. Yep. What's Yoda going to do? Walk up and neck him? (laughs) Maybe. Dumb you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yoda couldn't even do that, though, because he has three fingers. (laughs) So he'd just be doing, like, a little circle with two and then flipping them off with the other. (laughs) Oh, we need more Yoda. But, you know, maybe we don't find R2 in the next episode. Maybe this this leads into, like, an original trilogy, the Filoni Cut, where there is no R2. <laughs> and there is no Anakin. <laughs> and there is no Obi-Wan. And there is nobody because it does not exist. <laughs> there is, there's no idea of Luke Skywalker. It's just Yoda chilling. So, just like the episode three Filoni cut. You end up with episode four Filoni cut where Yoda's just sipping his coffee and he's just like, yo, man, and Obi-Wan comes back. It's you and McGregor again. And they're just sipping their coffee and they're talking about how had Anakin just stayed alive, everything could have been so much different. That is my pitch for the Dave Filoni Star Wars trilogy. Hey, it's got to be better than episode nine, right? And eight. (laughs) Seven's not bad, but... Yeah, I didn't hate, hate nine, but it was just... My opinion about episode 9 is J.J. Abrams wanted to continue the 
the story that he wanted to tell from Force Awakens. And so basically he just looked at Last Jedi and said, what do I need to undo from this to let me do what I wanted to do? Instead of trying to build upon, and to be fair, he was given not very much to build upon, but he didn't even try. He just basically wanted to just wipe that away. <laughs> totally. He's like, who made Last Jedi? Ryan Johnson. Everybody hated that movie, so it just went away. It, it's um, very similar to what happened with Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, and then consequently Justice League, where Warner Brothers was like, hey, um, that, that last one, people didn't like so much. And so in order to make it so more people liked it, they undid what the people enjoyed about the first one. And then they didn't get more people with the second one. So, so Batman versus Superman people hated. And then with, or people, it was divisive. People either loved it or hated it. And then with Justice League, they're like, we're going to do it again. And so they decided, Hey, let's just make a terrible movie. So they made a terrible movie. And that's what happened with episode nine. I think episode seven was almost like trying to mimic somewhat at least uh, a new it, hope. It was a new hope. It was a new hope with um with a reformed stormtrooper. That was literally the difference. Mm-hmm. But still, I still really like it. Yeah. I mean... At least from what I remember seeing it. I haven't really seen it since the first time in theaters, but definitely better than ki- giving Ray the last name Skywalker. Anything is better than that. <laughs> I saw a really good meme, and it was the the scene from the new Batman trailer where he like beats up the guy after being asked who the heck he was, and he's like, "I'm vengeance," and then he looks up between two thugs, and it's um Luke and Leia, vengeance Skywalker, and that was that was the <laughs> quote. And I'm just, I sent it to a bunch of people. I don't think I sent it to you. I should have. I'll send it to you later, and I'll put the link in the description. It's great. Like it's a great meme. So, yeah. <laughs> so, does that mean he was Luke Skywalker's right-hand man? Uh, well, you didn't get it all the way quick, but we, we got there. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of different ways I could have went with that one. Maybe you're the villain in my history. I was too young and blind to see you. You should have known. The world's wide enough for both current Ingram and me. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else? Because I'm out of stuff. Really, what I have left is Anakin clearly does not like R3. Oh, no. Stubby? Yep. That that alone was like first of all, Anakin loves dick names for everybody. I mean like I mean he calls Obi Wan master, but like he a lot of times he calls Ahsoka snips and then like yeah. He just likes nicknames. I think it's his way of expressing himself. Yep, and then later on he calls Luke Robohand and Obi Wan dead. That's that's that that's when it goes from master to dead. Well, you wanna go ahead and go in the letter grades? Uh I'm just gonna say A. Shocker, good episode. As always, it's Clone Wars, Dave Filoni. Can't go wrong. Okay. I'm going to go see. Um, oh, really? I like the idea of it. There were a lot, like I said, there was just a lot of stuff that was not my thing. Um, I didn't like the stupidity of the battle droids, the stupidity of Grievous, or really just anything about it. I didn't like the, um, I liked the lightsaber fighting, but I didn't like, like, that whole sequence. It just kind of felt like a waste of time to me. Like, I, I wish the first battle had taken longer. Or they had done the back half a little bit better. And maybe maybe they'll do it really well in the next episode. But this one wasn't wasn't for me. I mean, it's Clone Wars. Go watch it. But it's just... it. I've started grading Clone Wars on a slightly higher scale. So it's like a... It's a C grade for Clone Wars. But that's still great. It's still a good... Yeah, it's still a good episode for most shows. I just expect more from... Clone Wars. 
I don't personally think it was this horrible episode, especially. I mean, Clone Wars Sanders, I agree, it wasn't great, but still think it's great. Well, yeah, but if we're grading it against just general television, every episode is going to be like an A A plus plus because it's just great television. It's just this one isn't. It's like how I grade Marvel movies. It might be a great Marvel movie, but it's an eh movie. Um, so yeah, varying opinions on this one. Um, we're different for the first time in a while. Weird. Um, yeah. Except for that time Lawson one-upped us after not watching the episode. Lawson, <laughs> you're getting called yep. out, son. Yes, you are. Lawson did not watch... Uh, what it was Destroy Malevolence. Um, the ending yep. of the Malevolence trilogy, which gives me a chance to go in and plug our last couple episodes. We have an entire supercut about the Malevolence trilogy. And we have... The best conversation we've ever had, which is how we talked about Padme and Anakin's weird relationship. I do not know who signed off on that. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'll go ahead and shout out you talking about DC fandom. I'm not a huge DC person, so I let you do that one on your own. And I think it's probably better that way instead of me knowing absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I wish we could have had you on, but it was a fun episode to record. It literally took me about 10 minutes. No editing, no nothing. I just spit that one out there. It, it was good. Really excited to see more of the Batman. I am Batman. Fear me. <laughs> I'm Vengeance. Vengeance Skywalker. Vengeance Skywalker. So, as always, the official description here. Anakin and Ahsoka and replacement droid R3-S6 embark on a dual rescue sabotage mission when they discover R2-D2 is being held at General Grievous' secret enemy listening post. So, Grant, just your general thoughts on this episode. What'd you think? I thought it was a really good episode, honestly. It showed more of Anakin's compassionate side of Obi-Wan to be like, oh, this is a droid, forget him. Which you can understand that. But Anakin still, like, he had an emotional connection with R2. I know Jedi are not supposed to have emotional connections like that, which Anakin has a lot of. But he did, and still think it was cool just to see Anakin be like, I understand I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to anyways. I think that's 90% of Anakin's interactions with people yeah. in this show. I mean, I like this episode much more than I did the last one, just because it, they I felt like they handled it a lot better. Yep, and I also liked it much more than the ep- next episode we're reviewing. <laughs> Which sucked. But, um, yeah, it, this one was much better. I think that if they had introduced the idea of R3 being a spy for Grievous in the last episode, I would have enjoyed that more, because I don't like just the inept droid concept. Like, it just didn't didn't flow for me, but this one I thought was really good. Yeah, I and I, I'll say I did not expect R three to be a, a spy. I've not seen Clone Wars in a while, so I didn't remember that he was. But I just really thought he was just a crappy droid or just like a malfunctioning R three unit. Yeah. So weirdly enough, like I've said before, I never watched Clone Wars in its entirety, but um. This was apparently one of the episodes I watched as a young child because I started having flashbacks to like watching this one. Mm. Um, I remember specifically like the Ahsoka Grievous duel thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, what were your favorite portions of it, Matt? Quotes. Um, 
I like how Anakin somehow... Like, I don't know how Anakin could recognize a droid's voice and be like, look at I this don't droid. It's R2. It just sounds like a droid. It, it really it really does. Yeah. And then I like the... um, What's the like garbage collector's name? Oh... I don't know, but he ends up dead quick. Yeah, but like when he goes, you sneaky little scrap pile, you better be worth all this trouble. Yeah, and I mean, he got paid for the trouble, right? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he or for Grievous, R2 was well worth the trouble. Yeah, um, he really didn't have to do anything but turn on his lightsaber at the right time. Yep, just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yep, in the room where it happened. Yep. My turn. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then I was like, when the dude says, keep moving, grease spot. <laughs> yep. That, it's a good, like, I, I like that. Um, I also liked the, when the two droids were standing there talking, and one of them was due for a head adjustment, and then all yep. of a sudden he gets his head removed, and I'm like, this is good. He, he got a head adjustment, just not the one they were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was just a, a quick removal fix the problem. Yep. I also like when they say they're going to bring R3 with them. I have two more quotes before the one you just talked about. But um, when they're talking about bringing R3 and Ahsoka, I think it was Ahsoka goes, oh, and Rex, you get to carry him. That's just great. Yeah. I really liked Rex's um, disdain for the droid. And it only became better when we found out he was a spy. Just like. Yeah. Yes. And then I like uh, when the couple of droids are talking and the droid hands another droid this little box and says, take this upstairs and be sure not to drop it. And the droid just turns around and just trips yeah. immediately. Yeah. I really like how the inep- the um, the ineptitude of the battle droids is just like a running joke here. Uh-huh. I just enjoy it. Yep. And then when uh, Anakin goes to search for R2. He goes, I'm just going to have a little look around. And Ahsoka's just like, hope you find R2 in one piece. And it immediately cuts to R2 being dissected. Yep. And it was just like, <laughs> I, I got a good chuckle out of that. Um, I enjoyed what they did with R2 in this one. I enjoyed just kind of the interaction they had with him and Anakin. Yeah, I also um, enjoyed, well, I'll, I'll wait to get to it at the end, but I have a note on here. I said Goldie's a for closing the door. He's a jerk. Like, how did they not shoot him before? I know. Well, I think Anakin didn't know he was a spy until he closed the door and dropped those big old crab-looking things. Or whatever the heck those big old things were in the hangar. Yeah. But at was... that point, he should have had a Rex or someone just shoot him. <laughs> Seriously. Um, speaking of that hangar, I liked when R2 was going out towards that bridge, you know, how he was just apparently not getting shot. Like, the bullets were everywhere but him. Wow, pot convenience. <laughs> just a little bit. I get. I guess TV show is going to TV show, right? Yeah, and then I liked Ahsoka's optimism. I'll just say that when they first see Grievous, and she goes, he's just another tinny boy, so let's scrap him like the rest. That's yeah, a bit optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Grievous's story, but um, I wouldn't think he'd be that difficult to take down. Like they have those droid poppers. Like why wouldn't that just work? Um, like why couldn't you just? They probably apply conveniently. Use them all. 
probably. On the other ones. Yeah, I think you carry a lot of those into, you know, the droid battles. I thought it was cool when Ahsoka saved Rex. Yeah. Yeah, that was neat. Um, I liked how, while, uh, you know, Ahsoka was in the, the dark room with Grievous, which, by the way, a little scary for a kid's show. I like how um, she had to, like, you know, cover up the watch beeping so it wouldn't give her away. But she could talk fine. Like, that that's not yeah. an issue. <laughs> and then she was walking around with her lightsaber on. Yeah. And he had no idea. It only happened that when R3 lit her up there, that was the only way Grievous could find her. Mm-hmm. You'd think if he was a droid, he could, like, you know, switch to infrared or something. I don't know. But plot convenience. Yeah, and then the last thing I have is, it was Anakin and R2 just kind of like walking and talking. It was Obi-Wan's idea. Look, we'll talk about this later as this like married couple. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Look, uh, we'll talk about this later. Just, just, we're fine. (laughs) Just in that, in the middle of that big old battle. Just, yeah. Yep. I like I like most of this episode, like, to be honest. I can't think yeah. of anything I hated about it. Yeah, also, the last, well, now the last thing I have is just remembered it was the little, like, droid, or the little, like, or, like R2 versus R3 fight. Yeah, that was fun. I guess that's where the, um, the episode got its name, right? Duel of the Droids. Yep. It's almost like that's a callback to something. That was a good video. I I did link that in the description of that episode, which was a few episodes ago, but it was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I thought it was cool. Uh, R3 had, like, the two little, like, shocky things. Then R2 had the little one, like, a unicorn horn. Yeah. (laughs) Sticking out of his head. (laughs) They just charged at each other. (laughs) Does R2 have, like, better armor or something? Or is there something we're missing? Here. Yeah, I thought that too because you're like it's one laser versus or one like electric wave versus two, but somehow R two just immediately like shocks him. And like R two is the older model, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is like everything else with the with the enemies. They're all weak, and you know heroes are all strong. It's like the video game prophecy. Where you're going to outpower everything always. Maybe. Maybe. Well, um, quick episode. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, or are you good to... I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was a great episode. There was really... And I know Grant said there's nothing he didn't really hate about it. I didn't really hate anything either. Obviously, just like with everything, there were some things that could have been better. But it was still just a really great episode. Yep. Unlike the next one we review, which will be out in a couple of days. Mr. Back! <laughs> Good lord. Well, so you want to give this one letter grades? Uh, yes, I've, this one, at, at least in like A minus to an A. Yeah, I would, I'd say A. Um, it, it was really good. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't terrible. It was just really good. Here's the official description. On a diplomatic mission to planet Rodia, Padme discovers that her old friend and fellow Republic Senator Anaconda Farr has allied his planet with the Separatists. In exchange for food and resources for his people, Anaconda captures Padme and promises to deliver her to Newt Gunray. 
Sensing Padme is in trouble, Jar Jar Binks disguises himself as a Jedi and with the help of C-3PO courageously fights to rescue his friend and fellow senator. Good lord, this episode's terrible. Alright, Grant, what were your thoughts? <laughs> I love Dave Filoni, but why in the world did he have to use Jar Jar? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. See, I saw the... um. I saw the description and I'm like, this might be really good because I like the idea of like Jar Jar the Jedi. And then I realized about three seconds into this episode, it's still Jar Jar and it's terrible. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) The worst character in any movie ever. My first note is literally, why is Jar Jar with me? Yeah, you, you text text me like, why is Jar Jar in this episode? And I'm like, I don't know, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. They kept, like, C-3PO kept, like, maybe Jar Jar's dead. He was a brave soul. And I'm like, maybe Jar Jar's dead. It'd be great. But Jar Jar never died. C-3PO was, like, the shining star of this episode. He'd said so many quotes. And then, like, towards the beginning, um, Padme was like, I don't want you to get in trouble. Trouble? Me? Really? <laughs> yeah but again shining star versus jar jar Binks. Eh. yeah i mean it had the potential to be really good like any mm. other character like if c-3po was pretending to be a jedi it'd be great if i don't know rex was pretending to be a jedi it'd be great that'd be awesome but instead we have jar jar Binks, who is the worst <laughs> Oh, Lord. Also, how stupid do you have to be to not, like, take backup to this planet? Like, if you're going in there, even on a mission of peace, take something other than Jar Jar. But at the same time, Padme didn't know what was happening. It's like when, uh, whatever his name was, Ona? Anaconda, yeah. Yeah, when he first started, when he's saying, like, Separatist, the first thing in my head, I went, it's a trap. Yeah, I, I feel like this episode existed only for that one callback to the original trilogy, where C-3PO goes, I have a very bad feeling about this. Yeah. There was one good quote, which was, to live in fear is no life at all. That's yeah. a good quote. Yeah. But that's, like, the only good thing about this episode. <laughs> Well, I mean, I also enjoyed when they, you know, found the Jedi robe in Padme's ship. And Jar Jar's like, whose robe could this be? And um, C-3PO goes, I have no idea, um, I'm sure. And just like a little bit of the eyebrow raise thing right there. If this episode was a meme or a gif, it would be that one with Shaquille going, doing the little eyebrow raise thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Except for the fact that the rest of it sucked. Yeah, and then Jar Jar was being so dumb and trying to talk to whatever that thing was, and it just shot a little berry at him, or whatever the heck that was. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say a little berry, but just whatever that thing was. And then uh, C-3P goes, I don't think that requires translation. Yeah, and it was funny, but uh, I still hate Jar Jar. He's just the worst. That point... I was not completely over the episode because I was like, okay, it can get worse than this. And then it got worse than that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I just, I hate Jar Jar. I'm sorry. He's just, again, I can't say it enough. He's the worst. Um, Yes. I still, I still wish George Lucas didn't chicken out of making him a Darth Lord because then there may have been some redeemable quality about him. 
Wait, was that actually a thing that was going to happen? People think that he was going to make Jar Jar the secret Darth Lord. That would be amazing. If that Jar Jar was like the Phantom Menace. But then because of the backlash about Jar Jar, which, which was completely deserved, he pe- people think that he scrapped it. We don't know for sure that he was ever going to do that, but it would have at least made some sense as to why Jar Jar was like he is. You mean completely inept? Yes, but almost completely inept on purpose. Yeah. Like, to try to hide, like, me? I can never be a Darth Lord. Like R3 was in the in the last couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but as it is, he just sucks. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I even like the, the conversation between C-3PO and Padme in that elevator when C-3PO is explaining that the ship is gone. And she's like, battle droids? No. Jar Jar? Jar Jar. Jar Jar. <laughs> yep, I have that. It's just like, why would you bring him along? What yep. value does he pose? Like, there's nothing there. Yeah, they're like, we surrender. Forget surrender. We saw run. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I know battle droids are stupid. But how dumb do you have to be to fall for the fact that the guy who's done nothing Jedi-wise is a Jedi? The robe. <laughs> the robe. That, that, that's literally it. Yeah. But that was funny. When, let's find that Jedi. Roger, 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 Roger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're still Roger, Rogering. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Those are the only good things about this episode. And that's just us, like, trying to find something that made this worth a watch. Yeah. <sighs> It's just so bad. It's the worst Star Wars thing I've ever sat through, and I watched episodes one through three. They're bad. Three's good. Okay, episode one and two are terrible. Yes. Yeah. This was just bad. <laughs> Fortunately, though, it was only 22 minutes long. Yeah, isn't it like 24, but then with like the outro, it's like 22 yeah, well, with the um, added on, I think Disney Plus has on like two minutes to give the credits for each language. So it's only like 22-ish minutes. Um, yeah. Wasted 22 minutes. Wish I could have them back. But if we get views on the podcast, it's worth it. So Yeah, man. Um, amen to that. Maybe we can cross 400 this week. We're going quick. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you're listening, tell your friends about our podcast, and I will look directly into the camera and say, please. Please tell them. <laughs> now they're not going to because you're jarred Yeah. <laughs> True. You can just cut that out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so we do yeah. have one more thing. When um, What was the Viceroy's name? Um, Gunroy? Gunray? When vice, when the vice really arrived, they all did what looked like the Wakanda Forever thing. Yeah, which is fitting with Chadwick. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, that's a that's something I really didn't want to have to talk about. We we put it out on our socials, but it's it's really sad. I I liked um, what I saw of him as Black Panther, even if I didn't like the movie as much. I he was the best part of it. I I liked mm-hmm. him as an actor. If, by all accounts, he was a great person, but you, you hate to see him go, especially this early, and especially that way. Yeah, 
it was especially sad for a lot of people because he kept it very private that he had the colon cancer for, I think it was like four years. Yeah, every movie he made for Marvel, he made during the colon cancer, supposedly. Well, I think it was Civil War. Civil War was probably filmed, yeah, never mind. Yeah, but still, he did a lot of movies and did a lot of good while he was in pain. Yeah. (sighs) Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. Well, on a, on a different note, do you want to give our letter grades for this monstrosity of a Star Wars Clone Wars episode? Do I even need to say it? Yeah, you might as well. Do, do you agree with me? I don't know what you're going to say. So You do know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't know. Let's see what you got. F. <laughs> I... Um, I'm going to go with a Z. It was that bad. (laughs) Um, no joke. It was terrible. I mean, if you're following along, you might as well watch it, but it's just awful. If you, if you want to waste 22 minutes of your life, then watch this. If not, just take our word for it and know that nothing really productive came out of it. I mean, I think they captured the Viceroy, right? I think that was the only. Yeah. They captured Viceroy. So unfortunately, uh, Jar Jar survives. They kept wanting to kill him off, and I kept hoping he'd just like take a bullet to the back. And Lawson's probably crushing over Padme more. So there's there's the recap. That is that is your recap. Yep. Um, <laughs> you can that, cut that out. <laughs> I probably will. I was gonna make the Padme joke. Um, Lawson, <laughs> this episode is for you. It's got Padme. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the official description Ahsoka and Jedi Master Luminara escort captured Viceroy Newt Gunray to trial unaware that Count Dooku has dispatched his deadly apprentice assassin Asajj Ventress to free the prisoner and eliminate the Jedi so Grant what were your thoughts about this episode I mean, it's certainly a step up from the last one, although that's not very hard to do. I mean, I th- I thought it was a solid episode. There was nothing really great about it. There was nothing really bad about it. Yeah, I um, I liked it. I um, I've seen worse episodes, like you kind of alluded to. I really enjoyed the lightsaber battles. I'm not gonna lie; like it was a lot of fun to just kind of watch those those three go at it. Yeah. Um. So we know you have the quotes. Do you have the quotes? I mean, the first thing I have is that when uh, Ahsoka was interrogating uh, Gunray, or Gunroy, she's been learning from Anakin. Yeah. You can just tell. Mm-hmm. It's not a normal Jedi thing to be... It was like a good cop, bad cop, except bad cop was, I'm about to chop your head off with a lightsaber if you don't tell me this. Yep. And Gunroy was like a coward, too. He's like a suck-up. He's like... Oh, you're so great. You're so awesome. And then at the end, like, Ventress kills the person. Oh, Ventress, I knew you would. <laughs> it's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I thought that was a really good kind of insight into the character where, you know, you had – he was praising the, the first guy and then he praised Ventress. And, you know, if Dooku killed Ventress, he praised Dooku too. He's, yeah. Also, yeah. Ventress, I'm not to get to a quote, but uh, Ventress was smart for taking back clones' wristband. Yes. Yes, she was. And then I, now I have an actual quote, which is when Ventress and Ahsoka see each other, 
if it isn't the hairless harpy, if it isn't Skywalker's filthy, obnoxious little pet. How nice of you. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Like, I, I really enjoyed the... um the hairless, um, whatever, I don't, the hairless harpy. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. And I, I just enjoyed kind of the back and forth that they had. Now I will say one thing that this episode taught young me, cause this was one of the few that I've, um, I saw as a child, um, was that never take good advice from bad people <laughs> because <laughs> like what the, um, what the Senate guard told Ahsoka in the, the whole sometimes being a soldier means um, doing the right thing. And that's what separates us from the droids is like really good advice. But he's also like a really, really terrible person. Yeah. And not the person be saying that. Nope. Because as we later found out, he sold everybody out for, and eventually got himself killed. Yep. Which he should have known better. Should have known the world was wide enough. For both, uh, or the world was not wide enough for both the Ventress and the Guard. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Um, <laughs> also, when Ahsoka got locked in the cell and the and Gunroy goes, oh, yes, yes, such delicious irony. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to figure out how exactly that, you know, cell door worked. Because obviously Luminara could push the button with the force. But is the force only like a directional thing? Or why couldn't, you know, Ahsoka have pushed the button with the force? Well, I think it was just because she was inside it and didn't have the angle. And that little, um, I would not be surprised if that little like door blocked the force from being used. Because they're probably like, they probably plan to keep people like, I don't know, well, I don't think Grievous is a force user. But let's say no. they capture, like, Maul or someone and put them in there. The last thing you want is to be able to force pull an object to open the door. That's true. I didn't think about that. I wish they, you know, like, explained that, but it is what it is. Yeah. And then I can't remember who said this, but do you think you'll still be able to call upon the force after I separate your head from your body? Yes. Um, Ventress said that to Luminara. It was really good. Yeah. Probably should have put some more context with these quotes. Maybe. Now, I'm, I'm going to pause you for a second. Fun fact, this episode was written by Paul Dini of Batman the Animated Series fame. Like, he wrote most of that. And, um, yeah, that's just a fun fact. We may or may not have a guest on to talk about Batman the Animated Series with here in a few weeks. But um, that that's more info for a later date. Anyway, back to Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, and then as what's the master's name? Luminara. Yeah, as Luminara is about to get killed by Ventress, Ahsoka just opens the vent and force. I'm just gonna say this: she force eats Ventress into that pipe. Yep. Now, why weren't they using the force on Ventress? You know, like the whole flipping time. Plot convenience. Plot convenience. Yep. TV shows got a TV show. Yep. Got to keep Ventress alive. Not the Senate Guard, but you got to keep. Ventures. Yeah, now, again, with that Senate guard, what is it with people and with lightsabers' obsession with just, like, stabbing people from behind? Because, you know, Grievous did it to the to the little droid guy. Now Ventress has done it. I mean, I know it's got to be, like, a theme throughout the show, but, like, why? <laughs> just this, like, surprise. 
done you dirty kind of thing. Yep. Yep. You almost have to think, though, that'd be more of a peaceful death, just not knowing it's going to happen, and you just kind of get stabbed and you're just dead. Yeah, but you could, like, reach around the chair and, like, turn it on. I, I don't know. I, I guess it just looks cool, but, like, I know Kylo Ren did it a couple times in the new movies, and it's just like, why? Why would you do that? It's a Star Wars thing. It's a Star Wars thing. <sighs> and... I did not expect Senegard to actually be a spy. I should have known better. No one was R3. I should have known better that someone was going to be a spy. Yeah, you should have known. Mm-hmm. I should have had a bad feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to make another Hamilton reference, but no, nah, nah, I really can't. Um, I, guess I'll, I'll, I guess I'll have to wait for it. This kid. <laughs> you have to run me off my own show. All right, that's... The last thing I have is when Ventress, when she stabs the snake on the back, I'll tell him myself. Yeah, I really like that. I like the whole, like, because, you know, the Senate guard was being very, I don't know, obnoxious, kind of uppity. He's like, I'll, I'll make sure to, yeah, I'll make sure to mention your contributions to Count Dooku when I issue my, my formal report. And then all of a sudden, I'll tell him myself. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got too. Um, what would you letter grade this one at? I have a B minus to a B. It's not a bad episode, but it's 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 not as good as other ones we've reviewed. It's not as bad as others we've reviewed. <laughs> Jar Jar. Um, I don't think we're going to find one one worse than that last one, to be honest. If Jar Jar's in it, it's not going to be good, but I, I feel like they can't make it worse than that last episode. Oh, yeah. That that last one was just terrible. But um, I'm a little bit above you. I was going to say a B-plus to an A. Um, I really liked it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for lightsaber battles. I really like Ahsoka. I will say, though, what with the hairless harpy thing, are we assuming whatever's growing out of Ahsoka's head is her hair? Or is she bald, too, and she's just, you know, like, body-positive in people? I'm not sure if that's hair or, like, a hairdress or something. Who's the other Jedi Master that's that same race? Is it Shakti? Shakti. I, I, I still don't know what the heck the hair is. Because yeah, I'm not sure if that's hair, if like I said, if that's some sort of hairdress or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's weird. It's just honestly really weird. though i can get us through the official description of today's episode season one episode 10 layer of grievous and that reads general grievous must prove himself worthy of the separatist when count dooku leads jedi master kit fisto and his former padawan the mon calamari jedi nadar veb to grievous's villainous enclave grant what did you think about this episode I really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed the concept of Dooku being like, hey, Grievous, you got to step it up. You're not going to do what we want you to do. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to deactivate all your guards and send a Jedi Master and a Padawan 
to come visit you and test you. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool how they did it like Call of Duty Zombies, the movie, where all of a sudden they were in the middle of this room and stuff was attacking them. and It was crazy. You know? Yeah. I like some of the, there's some quotes pretty early on, um, like when the clone goes, scans are negative, sir. And then there, you hear the deep roar. I, maybe there is something here. And then <laughs> when they find the droids and Gunray or Gunroy, who was um, not really there, we, we all knew he wasn't going to be there. You could yeah. just tell because you didn't see him in the seat. But the droids go, have you ever killed a Jedi? No, me neither. And I guess that's where I run out of my, my podcasting or my, um, my Clone Wars announcer voice. But yeah, it was, um, it was really weird. Like, just uh, not weird. It was really cool, you know, because fourth wall droid made a return. You'll have to reprise your role at some point. Um, In a new life. Yeah. Also, right after that, when um, Nadar killed all those battle droids and Kit Fist was like, I must not have taught you restraint. I was like, wait a second. You're telling me we can't kill the robots or do you just not want to kill them so... Um, efficiently he doesn't want the kid to be like anakin i guess but anakin's the best at this point like everybody likes anakin <laughs> everyone's also a bit nervous about him but they do like him can i just say one thing no kit fisto has an r6 okay <laughs> he has an r6 unit why would they give anakin an r3 unit if they're already at an r6 unit? i don't know man maybe the r6 unit doesn't have a, have a headphone jack that's the only thing I can think of, honestly. Or, or maybe this is uh, just... Yes, because they need their earbuds to play music from their drawer. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they each do a little bit different things. I, I don't know, honestly. That's possible, but I'm just like, wait. Anakin has an R2 unit, now there's R6 units, and then you give someone who should have been a Jedi Master, and that would have fixed a lot of different things that went wrong. But you give like your leading general in our three unit. You think you want to give your leading general the best unit you can give him? Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe you end up going through three different models in two weeks, or maybe our six units are like really scarce. I don't know. Movie's gonna movie, TV show's gonna TV show, and plot convenience. Yeah. All in all, I thought like a lot of the combat was really well. I'm, I'm gonna say choreographed. I know it was really well animated, but still. Um, yeah, and I enjoyed the concept of Grievous actually losing body parts and having to, well, I was about to say crawl away, but monkey bar himself after there. <laughs> yeah, what are those monkey bars for? Is he, like, just, you know, anticipating getting attacked by Jedis in his house, or? <laughs> He's building his arm strength. Apparently, yeah. Because robots can do that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how his whole, you know robot mechanism works because they replaced or you know like they removed and replaced the faceplate but he obviously felt that which is like what <laughs> but he yeah i don't know how much human or whatever he was before i don't know how much of that is actually left. yeah i don't even remember really what his story was because it, it's just weird man like i don't know i just think it's weird yeah i don't really remember either it's it, it It is just weird. R6, though, when he started flying away from those guard droids and the one catches on, he just yeeted that dude off the ship. Yeah, he, he really did. It was it was quite quite funny. Um, He's, like, twisting the ship, doing, like, half-bear rolls, and just nothing's happening, so he just makes sure he's off. Yeah. You know, there was supposedly 
and a um a line that got cut due to time constraints, which is when Nadar said, I have a bad feeling about this, which would make this like at least three or four out of these 10 episodes where they have said that one line. Is it even that little? I thought it's been almost every single one. <laughs> yeah, it, seriously. There were also, um, wait, that actually might have made it into this episode because I bet we did get the director's cut version. I must have just missed it because... The line about the battle droids killing Jedi was also cut for time. Why would they need to cut like a little like three second or like five second clip for time? Advertisement, man. Advertisement. Disney. Oh, no, this was pre Disney. Never mind. Yeah. Speaking of advertising, check out our advertising. <laughs> um. Yeah. Apparently, the um the scene where Grievous was being repaired, um, you know, when he kind of went Ugh, that kind of thing. Apparently that was just the Death Scream audio from Revenge of the Sith, which is interesting. Mm. Spoiler alert if you, you know, were listening to a podcast that's pretty much a Star Wars podcast at this point and didn't know Grievous died. Um, yeah. It also... How dare you, Grant? <laughs> this episode also won a Golden Reel Award for Best Sound Editing in Television Animation. Which mm. I do not know how you pick that out, but if there's one for podcasting, I'm gonna be doing a lot of editing. <laughs> Please. Oh, anyway, Grant, um, I've talked for about two minutes now, and people are probably tired of hearing me. What do you got, man? Uh, I have a couple more things. Um, when the doctor droid is sitting in the chair, he's like, like talking about there's the Jedi, Cleve's gonna destroy him. Where's the other Jedi? Oh no, gets decapitated. <laughs> And this goes back to what I was saying on the last episode. What is it? Five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. What is it with people sneaking up behind people and just, like, decapitating them? What is that? Yeah, to be fair, this one's different. Normally they just stab him in the back. This time Fisto just didn't really want to do that. He just chopped the top of the chair off. Yeah, and speaking of that, that's something I didn't even think about in the last episode. They are ruining perfectly good chairs. Like, there's just there's a hole. I'm sure that they have the funding for that. It's fine. Yeah, but just imagine, like, flying away in this chair, and it's got a hole in it. Like, you got a Padawan, you know they're going to be, like, sticking the finger in there and, like, tickling your back or something. <laughs> good lord. That was terrible. But, um... All right, well, moving on, um, Nadar was very confident in himself. Um, turns out he shouldn't have been. <laughs> Rest in peace, my boy. Um, he put up a little bit of a fight. Not much of one, no. I mean... I mean, he's a Padawan, or former Padawan. I, I don't know how long he's been a knight, and I don't know if he should have become a knight. He probably should have still been a Padawan. Yeah, now, I will say, I, I felt like Grievous kind of did him dirty. What with the whole, let me let me have you in this sword fight and then pull a gun out with my third arm. I was expecting Grievous to just straight up stab yeah, him. Yeah, now that would have been more in line. This was more like, like a um, R-rated movie type execution. It was like... <laughs> Yeah, one man firing squad. Oh yeah, he he just got completely murdered. And then the last thing I or I have two more things actually. One is that Fisto needs a nerf. He is OP. He is a little OP. If if he was in um, Battlefront, I'd be using him. Not gonna lie, I haven't played Battlefront in a while. Um, back on track. Um, the last thing I have is that Dooku is a savage. Oh yeah, just the oh, 
so there is much to be improved upon line just shows <laughs> that yeah he kind of yeeted general grievous's confidence out the window yeah i mean you can't blame him though because you have this general who they literally created to be this like executioner like face of evil and he's just not doing that despite having like every ability to so they're just trying to help give him the motivation to do that yeah, but I mean, it's not like he's throwing away his shot. He's just stuck with a bunch of inept battle droids. I'm sorry, I couldn't get... Who are throwing away their shot. Yeah, they literally couldn't take it. Like, they couldn't aim straight if they wanted to. Yeah, right? Those battle droids are like, now I'm the villain in your history. I was too young and bright. <laughs> to see. I should have known. I should have known. The world was wide enough for both clone troopers and me. Let me tell you why I wish I knew. When I was young, you wanted to shoot a Jedi. You have no control who lives, who dies, who takes your head off. <laughs> I'm leaving that in just for that big old battle droid Hamilton reference. Are you leaving that whole thing oh, yeah. in? I'm just going to edit. I'll, I'll probably edit a little <laughs> bit of it together. But yeah. You have no control. <laughs> that was fun. I got to do my, my Luke Skywalker impersonation. Anywho. Um, so you got anything else before we yeet ourselves on out of this one? I have nothing else besides the letter grade. He's out of quotes to give, everybody. So, Grant, what is your letter grade? I have a B plus to an A minus. Okay. Definitely thought it was better than the last episode and much better than the one from Tuco. <laughs> We're going to keep bringing that one up because holy crap. <laughs> I will say I thought like right in the middle of the whole, you know, Nadar battle with Grievous, I thought Jar Jar could have been, been useful there to like, I don't know, get shot to <laughs> Take his bike. <laughs> Maybe just like force, use the Dark Lord force and to get in there. This was really good. I would say it was probably, probably, probably about a, um, I'd say an A minus to an A, A plus ish. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Like I said, it is kind of Call of Duty Zombies, the TV show, but what you gonna do? I feel like though there was a lot of stuff that was predictable, though, like Nadar dying. I feel like it was predictable, him dying, and then Kit Fisto just managing to get away, as you do. But it was still a good episode besides all that. Yeah, I, I, I thought so, too. Now, we kind of we kind of referenced, you know, Grievous' backstory a little bit. So apparently this episode, like, rewrote it from what it originally was, which is... um where Grievous got, like, shot down by Count Dooku and put back together. Um, so they say this one is now the canonical one because the other one was Extended Universe, and, you know, that got cut because Disney. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's just my, my random reading revelation. My triple R, if you will. Grant, do you want to take us out of this one? Yes. Um, like I said in the last one, if you have any comments about the show, questions, uh, any suggestions for stuff we should watch, you can email us at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing. We're on Twitter at MTAN Podcast. And we have a Discord server and a website down below in the description.
yeah i always i sit down below as well and then realize it's audio so there's no no real formatting if you want to leave a review and we would really really appreciate a five-star review you can do that at ratethispodcast.com slash much talk and as always for grant slash fourth wall droid i've been grant and we'll see you next time